Are you ready? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I just dropped my pen in my coffee. <laughs> oh, that's not going to taste good. <laughs> Okay, now I'm ready, I've got. You've pulled yourself together. New cup of coffee. Quite well. <laughs> I, I don't have high hopes for that pen anymore. <laughs> they almost fixed it. I am ready, you are ready. We are ready. Everyone is ready for Gear Related, a peek under the hood of the automotive repair industry. I am Heather, <laughs> not, not caffeinated enough Heather. And I am Ben, just enjoying every moment with you. No. <laughs> I'd say it's romantic, except for he's just laughing at me. <laughs> Speaking of laughing, I have to tell you, I found a new, a new story. Yeah, you got a some new, news? Uh, some... A news story. And it has everything. It has it all. So, first of all, this happened July 3rd, so not too long ago, uh, in Portage County, which is in... Ohio. <laughs> and so uh, this guy gets pulled over by an Ohio State Highway Patrol trooper. As many people in Ohio, in Ohio get we pulled over We all daily. Yeah. So the vehicle is allegedly traveling about 94 miles an hour in just the 70 mile an hour zone. That's a bit high. Yeah. So, so the trooper pulls him over and uh, gets up to the car and the driver is choking and so the trooper is like, uh, can you breathe? And the guy, no, cannot. And so he, the trooper successfully does abdominal thrust, because it's not called the Heimlich maneuver anymore, copyright people, and uh, saves the guy's life. Wow. What do you think he was choking on? <sighs> That's a good question. Come on now. I'm, I'm trying to think of, uh, well, let's see. You're about to get pulled over, so you got to hide something, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? I bet you he, um, he had some illegal substances or something yeah. he tried to swallow. Yeah, he choked on a bag of marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he must have gotten at least two tickets then, right? Uh, so the man, after the guy got a little bit better, the trooper says to him, do you, you want, want to die, die over a misdemeanor? <laughs> <laughs> so he did get citations for see- speeding, wasn't wearing a seatbelt, and then he got a summons for the marijuana. <laughs> I just love it. Ohio, oh. my favorite state. <laughs> and that's what I know. Okay. What do you know? Well, I have some, uh, some well, let's call it old news to new news type Old to new. Story. And this, was, yeah, this, this was brought to our attention by our list, uh, one of our favorite listeners. Listener mail. Yeah, first of all, uh, our thanks to uh, our good friend and listener, Scott, for giving us the lead on this story. Yes. So back in 2020, General Motors issues a recall for, uh, let's see, it's 50,932 Chevy Bolts. Bolt. Bolts, the What B. is the Bolt? So the Volt is the hybrid... It has it has an engine and a and a battery and the okay. Bolt is the all electric vehicle or okay. EV, uh, and the the model year for for those of us that care about this stuff is 2017 to 2019, so three model years. Okay. Um, 
At the same time, the ODI or the Office of Defects Investigation. This is Whoa. a this is a, a part of the National Highway Tra- uh, Traffic Safety Administration or NHTSA. They received two vehicle owner questionnaires regarding the model year 2018 and 2019, alleging that the vehicles caught fire <gasps> under the rear seat while parked and unattended. Oh my goodness! Yeah, just. Fire. One up in flames. Just cars just sitting on the road and all of a sudden it's on fire. Wait, on the road or like in a house or both? We'll get there. Oh, no. (laughs) Okay. So um, of these three cases that they identified, the, the fire damage appeared to be concentrated in the EV battery compartment area with penetration into the passenger compartment under the rear seat. At the time, the root cause of this fire was unknown, and one of the incidents reported smoke in- uh, inhalation injuries. <gasps> Man, what if you... I know we just did the hot cars thing. You should never leave your kids or your dog or anything in the car, but what if that happened? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if, you, if somebody had been in one of these cars when it happened, oof. Oh. So, um, now these batteries, they're not manufactured by General Motors. These are manufactured by a company called LG Chem, uh, based in South Korea. They've been having a lot of issues over there at LG Chem. Are they positive issues or negative issues? Negative issues. Mostly about battery problems, both because they manufacture... Uh, batteries for cars and in your home and other stuff. And they've had some massive recalls. They've had some <laughs> problems. But our story we're going to focus uh, is on the Chevy Bolt. Bolt. Because we've had some recent um, updates. But we'll get there. Oh. Okay. Oh, well, yeah, because that was, you know, 2017, 18, and 19. Okay, here we are in 2021. Okay, okay. Right, right. And at the time of the first recall back in uh, back in 2020... The executive chief engineer, Jesse Ortega, he made a, uh, he made a nice little video I got to watch. Oh. It was very cool. Kind of explaining what's, what's been going on, what they're going to do about these fires. Uh, at that time, he had reported that the GM knows of five cases of fire. Now, the, the fires have been occurring when the battery is at or near full charge. Oh, so geez. they wanted to issue a software update beginning in November 2020. You could start making appointments to bring your bolt in. And the software update uh, that they would put in there would basically limit the charge of your your bolt to 90%. So the theory being that if you can't get to 100%, it probably won't catch fire. Probably won't. (laughs) Oh, that's so, my heart is so soothed. Yeah, and they said at the time, this software update is a temporary fix until they can figure out what actually the problem is. the, until then, the owners should place their 2017, 2018 models in Hilltop Reserve because <laughs> that limits the charge of the battery. Or the 2019 models, they oh, sh- you can. I thought you meant park it on a hilltop. No, no, no. It's a, it's a mode that limits the charge. <laughs> yeah, park it on a hill because that way the, the fire won't be as bad. Right. I'm glad I don't have a bolt. I the- would be in a mess. All right, so they're supposed to put it in this mode. Okay. Right, and that was before they could issue the software update in November of uh, 2020. Now, at this okay. point, at this this point in time, all of these cars, if owners had brought them in, have had the recall um, done, so they don't have to worry about putting it in whatever mode or target mode or any of that. Now, the uh, NHTSA, the the traffic. Safety Administration, it confirmed five five fires and two injuries. In one case, the fire spread 
from the vehicle and ignited a home. <gasps> no. Because where, where are you parking these cars? You park them in your garage, right? Oh, is that where? Okay, cool. And typically most, I, I would think, and listeners, you can confirm this uh, the, for you owners that have electric vehicles, you need a power to charge your car, right. so it's going to be in the garage, and, unless you run a big, long cord out to your driveway, which, which is probably dumb. not most cases. Probably not, because what you don't want your car plugged in, and then the rainstorm happen or something. Right now, the okay, one that the one so that. Here's my question: If your car starts on fire in your garage, is that under your car insurance or your home insurance? We'll get there. Oh, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> That's a very good question, though. That's Thank a very you. good question. I, does it does it um, compensate for my health top? <laughs> <laughs> Faux pas. <laughs> sure. Why okay, not? Thank you. <laughs> All right. So th- at this point, we kind of want to figure out um, how many fires have been going on. Yep, that would be great to figure out. Electrek. This is a news and commentary site that, uh, according to their website, is uh, it's a commentary site that is tracking, analyzing, and breaking news of the transition from fossil fuel transport to electric transport. That's who these guys are. I like that. They've compiled a list of 11 battery-related fires. Okay, so is this, like, was GM saying, oh, there's only five, but these guys are like, "Mm mm-mm. Well, up to date, GM is confirming, I think, 10. um, And electric is... Yeah, electric... Carl's uh, like, I had a fire. Yeah. There was one. There was one. Totally. Okay. So I don't know if GM's investigated that one, but let's just say um, we're at 11 fires up to date. Okay. Um, now, here, here's the issue because the GM figured out what the problem was okay. and issued another recall to fix it. Oh, good. Uh, so let me, let me just read to you from GM's, um, GM's own mouth. Can you do it in a, in a voice like the engineer guy? Oh, I'm sure Michael put like a, a voice over for me, the GM voice. It must <laughs> be booming and authoritative. Okay. Uh, GM has concluded that the problem is likely caused by one or more rare latent cell level manufacturing defects. Latent cell. GM spokesman Dan Flores said in a statement to the Detroit News, the defect could cause a heat source or a short in a cell, which could propagate into a fire. I hate when things propagate. Now, for, for all of our listeners out there, I just want to give you a quick overview of what a cell is, because that probably doesn't make any sense to anybody, right? Well, it's going to be a prison cell for these guys if they don't fix the fires. <laughs> just kidding. What is a cell? Okay, so a typical battery, uh, like a lead-acid battery that you put in your car, just mm-hmm. your normal 12-volt battery, has six cells. Now, each cell has two plates. One's made of lead, the other's made of lead dioxide. Then each cell is able to produce about two volts of energy. So if you have six cells, two volts, that's your 12-volt battery. Um, yes. Lithium batteries, uh, well, and they, and they submerge it in sulfuric acid. It creates a chemical, uh, chemical reaction, which creates the voltage. Sparks the volt. Okay. Lithium batteries, that's your big, giant electric vehicle car battery mm-hmm. in, most, um, in, in most electric vehicles. Operate in a similar well, a similar way as the lead acid battery. They just use different substances to do it. They're more efficient. Now, EV battery can have hundreds of cells, you know, because they have to produce so much voltage to drive this car, right? So hundreds of cells. Hundreds of cells. So go back to why the cells are important. Yes. So the cell is come from coming from GM. They said that the problem is likely caused by one or more 
latent cells or so hidden. So of like, the hundreds of cells, right, one or more. One of or those. more of those is, is faulty. Um, it has it creates a heat source or or short inside that cell. So it just <clears throat> it creates this thermal event. And then it's a battery. And then so. ignites. Whoa. So that's what they're saying what the problem is. Okay. But they've got a fix for it, right? I was hoping for that. So the, the first recall they issued, if you remember, all they did was limit the charge to 90% right. until they could figure out what the problem was. After you park it on the hilltop. Right. <laughs> Listen, you need all the, all the things. Right. Um, so now, now they found the problem, the permanent solution, GM's designed special diagnostic equipment that will let dealerships test batteries to identify those that may have these defects. Dealers will replace batteries that are deemed at risk. Dealers will also install new software on every bolt that comes back to them designed to monitor the battery and flag any anomalies in its behavior. Okay, so now we're almost at like 54,000 of these cars that are out there. So they got to fix them all, right? Right. And the fix is basically they're going to test the battery to see if it has one of these defects in it. If it doesn't, then they just install the software to monitor it and, and give it back to you. Give it back to you. Okay. Now, Hyundai had a similar issue with their car, the, the Kona Electric. Um, different problem. They had uh, apparently it was the anode tabs were folded in some of the, ce the semicells that were also produced by our friends over at LG Chem. LG Chem, get <laughs> it together. I know, right? So their remedy was we're just going to replace the entire battery pack. Oh, okay. GM's like, well, see, our problem's different. So we're not going to replace the battery unless it has well, said defect. Right, that makes sense. And we're going to put some software to monitor it. That seems reasonable to me. Except the cars are still catching fire. What? Yeah. So they said, okay, you don't have a defect. Bye. House on fire. Yeah, exactly. Wait. So one of these guys, guys. Timothy, uh, Timothy Briglin, he's a Vermont state legislator. Uh, he said that his 2019 Chevy Bolt caught fire early on July 1st. That's 2021. So a little bit ago. Yeah. He said it, he was plugged in, parked in his driveway. Thank God, right? Oh, my God. Uh, his Bolt had already been serviced as part of the recall, including the software update. So not only did he not get a warning from any of these diagnostic systems that said, hey, by the way, there's, there might be something wrong with your battery. They didn't replace his battery because the dealership basically told him there's nothing wrong with it. But it caught fire. Okay. So as you can see, GM's permanent fix is probably not working out for everyone. No. LG Chem, you might have to be replaced. <laughs> they might go out of business after oh. all the problems they've been having. Who knows? Um, so let's move ahead to July 14th. That was just a few days ago as we record this podcast. As we record this podcast. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration issues a consumer alert that bolt owners should park their vehicles away from any structures after charging and to not leave them plugged in overnight. This is all bolt owners, regardless if they've had the uh, per quote unquote permanent fix done. So you got to charge your vehicle up and then move it. Yeah. Again to the hilltop, probably. And I, I mean, that's what a lot of people do, though, is plug it in overnight to get the exactly. full charge. I mean, this is this creates a whole lot of problems for people who come home. It's 
8, 9 o'clock, whatever, maybe they've had dinner or, or not or whatever, but they need to plug it in so they can use the car tomorrow morning. So their choices are find a different car or stay up real late <laughs> waiting right, for like your... set your alarm. Yeah, for, waiting for your car to charge. I guess you have to stay up because it might spark. Well, you, you can't just... Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So I, and the, the funny thing is, is that the NHTSA that releases this just a few days ago, th- they released this because GM's not doing anything to fix their permanent fix. So what? this is... Yeah, this is the NHTSA saying you got you need to get your stuff together and start actually figuring out Did what's wrong with beep? these cars. That's GM. They're going to come get us. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> lock, lock the doors! <laughs> so, okay. So, so they're trying to get their, their stuff together. Yeah. I mean, the, the other corporate or the other organizations trying to coerce. They're recommend. Ba- they're, they're strongly ba- yeah. recommend. They're basically telling all these Bolt owners to do something because Chevy's not doing what they should be doing. Okay, so what can a bolt owner do? All right, so they have some options. Um, and they will this will this this brings us to our buyback portion. But, oh, buyback. Yes. Sweet. So a lot of owners are like, I don't I, you, I don't you want guys this thing you guys anymore. can't fix this car and make it right, then I don't want this car anymore. Right. So GM is buying back affected vehicles and GM confirmed that even if it is also said it handles them on an individual basis. Wait, how does it so if, how do you say it's affected? Because their software is already screwing up and not finding if it is affected. So are they running that test again to see if it's affected? Or is it just if you're, you have a bolt, if you, you have buy a, back? If you have a bolt, they're offering to buy it back then regardless okay. of if you're, there's anything wrong with your vehicle, which they're saying there's nothing wrong with your vehicle. Mm-hmm. Um, but get this. The criteria for saying yes or no to the buyback, um, it it depends on the lemon laws of each state. The lemon laws? Yeah. For instance, if you have very tough lemon laws, GM would repurchase the car. In states where they were weak or not properly enforced, the company would just deny the buyback request. (sighs) This is the trend that they're seeing. Um, Okay, wait. So let's talk about New York. Oh, before we'll get, we'll get to there. there. Okay. Yeah. So I just want to talk a a little bit more about this different States thing. Mm -hmm. The, there's a, there's some Reddit threads about the buyback process. Yes, Reddit. And one of them, there's a survey with people that asked for it. There's a spreadsheet that currently contains, uh, and this is, this is as of, I think this month, um, the spreadsheet currently contains 369 respondents of which 233 contacted Jim for their buyback. Among the 233, 76 had their requests accepted, 130 are waiting for a reply, and 19 got a no and a loaner offer, and 8 did not even get a loaner offer. Oh my gosh. So most of the people who had their buyback requests or accepted are from, you guessed it, California, because there were no, there's no stricter laws in, uh, well, maybe Ohio, but. (laughs) Only if you check And Massachusetts. Okay, Massachusetts. The highest number of customers that had their request denied are from Illinois. Uh-oh. Um, and here's the thing, too, is we're saying buyback, but let's say you've owned your car for like a 2017 and you bought it brand new. You're, you've owned that car for like four years and right. you probably put some miles on it, right? So are they buying it back for what you paid for it? Is there a depreciation? Well, they're all over the map. 
Some of the buybacks have varied from full MSRP refund. Some have had them even plus interest that they paid on the car because they took out a loan to do so. Mm-hmm. Some of them have been like, we'll give you 70% of the retail price. Meh. Um And then there's some cases where they just trade it in. It's like, hey, if you give us your bolt, we'll give you a 2022 bolt that doesn't have. I don't want a bolt anymore. (laughs) I know, know, right? (laughs) I want a diesel engine. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So you asked about um, New York. Yeah, New York specifically. So our friend who gave us the idea for this podcast, Scott, Mm -hmm. he owns a bolt. And is cur- oh. <laughs> yeah, he is currently undergoing the buyback process. Okay. Uh, let me tell you um, where he is and how it went. First, he called the Chevy EV concierge hotline mm. to request the buyback. Okay. Guess what their first question was? What? What state do you live in? Oh, really? Interesting, right? Yeah. That's their first question. Okay. <laughs> And New York. So once they found out, okay, you're from New York, we're going to have a representative call you from our buyback process in the next one to three days. And they did. And they verified all his information and put the uh, formally put the request in, said it could take up to four weeks. So, <laughs> oh, my gosh. So for four weeks, he's trying to charge his car. <laughs> and then park it away from any structure. <sighs> Not so Scott is going to keep us informed of the process, and we will keep uh, our listeners up to date on what they goes. say if they yeah. give him full price. Because I'm, I'm really curious to see um, what they're going to offer him for the car. I can't even imagine. I mean, there's so many things in this world that want to kill you. It shouldn't be your car in the garage. <laughs> I know, right? I, you know? <laughs> well, and GM is just, they're terrible about this. Like, first, they don't fix it right. And now they got this whole buyback process that they're like, well, you live in Illinois, so no. Sorry. Sorry. Well, the other thing I don't like is that there's like this sort of false sense of security that, oh, my battery passed. I have this monitoring software now. I should be good. I smell smoke. Right. Right. And um, you had asked about the uh, the house that caught on fire. Right. Like, who what pays kind of for that, right? Yeah. Get this. The fire, and this happened in May. You can look it up. There's pictures of it. Dude's house is just all in the, like the garage is just destroyed. toasted. Yeah, oh. um, he's living in a rental paid by his insurance, his own insurance. No help from GM whatsoever. Okay, but is it house or car? Is what I want to know. Oh, the, it's homeowners insurance. The homeowners. Yeah. Yeah. In <sighs> in theory, the the car insurance should take care of the car fire. So his car insurance should should give him because get this according to um, Electric our friends over at Electric the owners who have had fires have not received a replacement from GM so the people that haven't had fires that are getting buybacks like yeah we'll we'll buy your bolt back from you no problem oh your your no your bolt's on fire it's destroyed right. we're, not, we're not we're not doing that we're not giving you a car <laughs> isn't that terrible it's awful. They almost fixed it. And I got another question. Okay. So hit me. 
I wonder what this is going to do for car insurance. You know, like is Geico and and Liberty Mutual all those guys? Are they going to be like, okay, what kind of car do you have? A Bolt? Nah, we're not we're not going to cover no, you. No, or it's well, going to be exorbitant rates because the risks are getting higher. I know it's only like eleven, but yeah. who knows? Like, what if it, it gets worse and worse as time goes on? I don't think it will. See, I think what's going to happen is uh, with this recent. Um, thing from the traffic uh, safety administration people, GM's on the hot seat now. They've got to figure out what to do with all these cars. So I think what's going to happen is either they're going to start replacing all these batteries um, and you know to make it right, and then it's, it's going to be a non-issue. Okay. Well, let's see. I guess to be continued. I mean, they really don't have a choice. I, I just I well, don't right. see. Like, if their permanent fix didn't work, I mean, how much longer are you going to mess around with software fixes exactly. before you, what, like you said, like what happens if somebody dies? Well, that was, what, I, you know, so nobody's been no, injured. Are, nobody's been. Well, there's, there've been some injuries, like some minor oh, smoke, smoke inhalation, inhalation injuries, okay. but. And then that guy's whole house is totaled, but. Oh yeah. You got to see pictures of it. Go online um, and look at the, look at the legislature one. I mean, he, he got online and told electric all about the whole process. Um, and there's, you can see pictures of these, these cars are just completely destroyed. Scary. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's been a while since we've had a, a podcast to truly strike fear into our hearts. (laughs) So I really appreciate that. And if you, if you are a bolt owner, you can totally reach out to us uh, and tell us your story. We'd love to hear it. Um, Absolutely. And people, you know where to find us. It's on Twitter at Shown Auto. That's S C H O E N. We're on the Instagram. We're the on Facebooks. the Facebook. We're uh, on the website. We're on our website, www.shownauto.com. And we'd love to hear your comments, your ideas. And thanks again to uh, our friend Scott for giving us this wonderful story yeah, to go off. We need off. more of this stuff, guys. Yeah. We will we will lurk lurk it. Lur- look it up <laughs> and tell you about things. And if you can find it in your heart to just take a couple of minutes out of your day to go and give us a review on your podcaster or catcher. podcatcher. We'd love, it love, would love, be love amazing. a review. Love, 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 love. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you. And we will catch you next time. Bye.